Hello and welcome to Trolls with the Two Tunbridges or T-O-Triple-T-B. My name is John and I'll be your Percival Silverlight today. Thank you for joining us once again when it feels like the world is literally melting. We appreciate your ears. We want to make a bit of a drive with pushing our listener numbers up, so obviously you guys who are listening to this right now, go share it with a friend, go tell your mum, go staple it to a frisbee and fling it over a rainbow. Remember, you can catch all of the latest news on the podcast on TOTTB Podcast on all of the social medias. Now let's join the fun with the team at the Dino Dent with a Kenne. Adventure! The Log of Percival Silverlight In Port Nianzaru, there are many merchant princes. Having been distracted by a rampaging Triceratops earlier this morning, we have finally been able to meet with one, a Kenny Afa, the merchant prince of weapons, armour and canoes, among other things. We are, of course, petitioning the Merchant Princes to help with the Order of the Gauntlet, those brave souls that require a supply chain in their fight against the undead of Chalt. Ekene has informed us that there is perhaps something that we can do for her in return for her assisting the Order to find and extract money from a gladiator named Taban. Taban bet against Tyrik in a race and has refused to pay what he lost. Ekene would like us to recover this losing bet. I'm sure nothing will go wrong. Adventure! So where can we find Taban generally, or where does he tend to frequent? There are many pubs, or perhaps the public bathhouse, where he might be found. If you wished to start your investigations, I would seek out Kalahu. Uh, as he was the last person to seek out Taban, perhaps he knows where he could be found. And where is Kalahu? Is he kind of strapped to a bed somewhere, or is he um, actually able to... Indeed. There is a small infirmary in the market ward where he is currently hmm, hospitalised, I believe is the term. You might start there to have a chat with him and find out what he made of Taban and uh, where Taban might best be found. Yes. If you find him, make sure that he does not hoodwink you. 500 gold pieces to pay. The initial uh, reward Kalahu was offering was, of course, the usual 10% of the debt as an incentive. However, given that Kalahu himself has been incapable of bringing him in, I am willing to extend that to 20%. So, 100 gold pieces. 500 gold pieces. No, he he owes... Yeah, no, but 20%. He's 100. Uh... Yes, 100 gold pieces. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's okay, I'm quite yeah. fast with maths. Um, yeah, sorry, Ikeni, yeah. It's no problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so, um, no worries. So the other thing is, um, we talked to you about the, the crisis that's going on for the Order of the Gauntlet and the undead and everything, but on a more personal level, we have been hired to help with the death curse. I know for certain there are people in this in this town who have been afflicted by the death curse quite horribly, but I don't wish to speak anybody's names because it's personal and private at the moment. She looks interested when you say that, but doesn't ask any questions. I appreciate you respecting the privacy. We basically 
dipped our toe in the water, if you like, when we first come come over here, and we realised that we um, we weren't prepared enough. That we um, we need a proper boat, and we need well supplies and things, but definitely some kind of a boat or ship or something, rather than just a couple of canoes like we had before. We need something bigger, I think. Don't you think, guys? I, I think I think canoes are the only size thing to go down those those rivers. But it's really difficult to put much in a canoe to, to store and anything else. It is indeed a a problem. However, your friend is correct here in saying that canoes are one of the few, well, water-travelling vessels that can really navigate the rivers of Chult. If you wished to make a more mm, seaward journey around the shores of Chult, then perhaps a boat would be more suitable to you. However, there is at least one boat I know of that you can charter. Is that perchance? I've got the name of a boat written down somewhere, a man with a boat, and I can't remember. Uh, the boat in question is called the Brazen Pegasus. That's a different one, isn't it? It's the one that we nope. think. Nope. Oh, is it the same Lyric. one? Leric Deshland is offering a ship as part of his uh, oh, map yeah. quest. And yeah. the ship that is being offered as, uh, well, which is which you've been told oh, is this one. Captain Swift, Swift, Dark. Swift and Dark, yes. Hey, hey, yeah, that's a, that's a Indeed, that is that is a ship that would be available, not to buy. Certainly, I don't think Swift and Dark would ever actually part with his ship totally. But um, but certainly, that is a potential boat. However, if you are thinking of a boat to use on the rivers, canoes really are going to be your best bet. If you were sailing down the Shoshan Star, perhaps a larger ship would get you maybe a few miles in, but eventually it will become too shallow for most boats that we have. Say if we um, if we say we took like three canoes, for example. Of course. How much would you charge for canoes? Uh, canoes are purchasable for 50 gold pieces uh, gold pieces peaches 50 gold peaches, peaches. Where, yes. where we, where, yeah, where, where do we get these golden peaches <laughs> so um, how about it sounds like quite a dangerous task that you, you know that you have with the Taban and you've not had a lot of luck with other people who are helping and I know part of it is what 500 gold pieces are obviously a lot of money but I think I'm assuming, again, woman to woman, that it's more of a principle that he thinks he can get away with something like that. And, and to your own son, it's, I, I, I don't have children myself, but I, um, I have cared for someone like they are my own son. I know if somebody tried to screw him over, I would totally have his back as well. Is there any way of negotiating like a deal of some description that we need canoes um, for our journey? And, we need far and, more than canoes, Siliqui. We need an entire fleet of canoes filled with to the brim with things that we can use in the jungle. One step at a time, Percival. <laughs> I mean, certainly if you want canoes, uh, Ekene can give you canoes for days, but we'll need to be paid for them. Um, however, if Siliqui, what with all of that you were asking was, uh, can we be paid in canoes rather than the money? Not just canoes. Um... <laughs> No, um, it's more. Is there, a nego- is there any wiggle room at all? That um, if we did it, and you said that like, you were going to offer ten um, percent, uh, sorry, twenty percent, which is a hundred gold pieces, um, could we do something like maybe a hundred gold pieces and two canoes? Being that if you think of gold the pieces cost price for yourself, and two canoes, that's effectively doubling the price. <laughs> Well, uh, yes, but not in actual money. In a sense, if you already have the canoes, um, then we're learning we can more, trust you. And then you're learning to trust Ekene, us. Ekene. And you have the upper hand of knowing that Taban's had his ass kicked. <laughs> and hopefully, I will get the last kick in so you know that he's had his ass handed to him by a woman. She has already put up the price from what the original reward was going to be. <laughs> putting it up uh, yeah, asking for that is essentially asking her to double the reward for you, is to give you money and canoes for doing the reward. Now, if you wanted to be paid in canoes, because of course you would be getting paid a hundred gold pieces, so that would be worth two canoes. She would be willing to do that. Um, if you wanted to get more than that, say, well, it, it, well, I could get that anyway. That wouldn't actually make a difference if if she's going to pay a hundred. Like, oh, can we just have two canoes? Because they're fifty anyway. 
So we wouldn't actually gain anything extra from that. We could, you know, we just swap them. All right, how about, how about we okay. did three canoes and, and no money? So um, we get, basically, buy two, get one free. <laughs> but but the bands are handed to him. So this is going to be essentially a uh, haggle, I think. So it's going to be a persuasion on your part. Presumably with advantage oh. because you're being helped. <laughs> uh, the other's going to be chiming in and trying to persuade her to help out. I hope so, because I have crap persuasion. I mean, Rana would chime in, but Rana is of the opinion that his help would, if anything, add disadvantage to the role. So he's not <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I, I'm not going to lie, and no offence, Rana, but I was really aiming that more at Percival or, or uh, Zibby. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rana, Rana knows Rana his, knows his, his area of expertise. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, and his place doesn't involve um, haggling. Give, give, haggling advice. Rana just points at something and says, I'll have that. Yeah. Um, and thinks not for that, how much it costs. He, has, he, he hasn't really worked out the value of currency. And like, he knows it's a thing, but like the details have eluded him. Obviously. Is he the equivalent of an old man going into a shop and putting his hand in his pocket and getting out all of his coins and handing it to the woman and going, take what, whatever it is? Yeah, and you have to like physically pick all the different coins out of his mouth. Things have value in accordance to how much Rana needs them. Mm. And if Rana needs it now, then its value is very high. But that's about as far as his, his thought extends. Yep. The idea of like saving the money for later is mostly immaterial because he wants things now. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Is anybody helping Siliquid? I, uh, I, I think in, in some respects we're probably approaching this from the wrong angle there. And what's your angle then, Percival? Well, I think that uh, we're in a position currently where we're attempting to save Chult. We are quite aware that the death curse is here. We know. We've experienced the pure terror of this death curse. But, perhaps with the help of Akene here, she may be able to provide us with a a little bit of a discount on all of her wares for the foreseeable future. I mean, it's a win-win on her part. Either we die and we're never seen from again, so she never actually has to give us a discount, or we say we are the heroes of the throat. We've gone out, managed to win against the forces of evil in Chult, and we're using Oliver Kenney's equipment. Okay. We couldn't have done it without her. Okay, so this feels like these are two very different angles you guys are going for. <laughs> so, mm. um, rather than actually aiding each other, I'm actually going to get you each to roll against Akene for, uh, for both your sort of persuasions. Um, so we'll Great. deal with so Siliqui started first so Siliqui you yeah. roll your persuasion I can't roll today at all it's been terrible, six again so six plus you a, hmm. eight what were you about to say, I'm due a you're due a decent roll yeah. <laughs> wow that's trying to bother okay. ten all day okay and then um, Percival I'd Ooh. like you to roll your uh, persuasion as well okay, okay. Yeah, it's 13. Yeah. Um, so that's 13. Okay, so the way this plays out, Siliqui, you are able to get through to Ikene. She considers Percival's idea of putting about that, you know, defenders of the throat, you guys are, you Sponsored know, you guys are using Sponsored by Ikene's equipment, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she, you know, she, she thinks about that and you can see there's, there's some gears turning. Perhaps she's sort of working out, perhaps the, the first by. time this, yeah, it's like if I endorse these guys and they do well. However, that, if she says, no, I need to be able to trust better that you guys are the people for the job. I've heard of your deeds in the throat, but now I need to see that you have the integrity. However, I am a woman of business, and perhaps if you need further incentive, I could be stretched to, if canoes, and I understand you were after three canoes, Siliqui? Um, do you think three I do? It's you almost one each. That. <laughs> that was you were, that's what you were basically yeah. saying. Well, yeah, yeah there's, there's four of us, and don't forget you've got Polly. Yeah. If we're taking her with Water us. Barrel, maybe. Yeah. That's true. Or random NPCs. Yeah, we took true. two last time. 
Who knows who we're going to meet? And we've got guides. Each canoe, by the way, can Possibly take... Possibly a triceratops. Uh, each canoe can take, <laughs> by the way... Um, hold on, I'll just double check. Three? No, according to the, according to the book, canoe uh, can hold up to six medium creatures. Oh, wow. Huh. So we could take heavier stuff. So if we didn't have all of it, we could take like, a barrel and stuff if we needed to. Possibly. I feel like maybe a barrel would take up one of the medium mm. creature spaces, essentially, because of the size of it. Yeah. Presumably about six medium creatures without anything massively ungainly. It's six medium creatures per canoe. So if you got two canoes, you would have room for 12 people. Huh. Um, Four canoes. Four <laughs> canoes. <laughs> no, scrap that. Ten canoes. Ten. <laughs> I'd say two. I don't know if to go for three or stay to two. We don't need three canoes. How, how many people does a triceratops weigh? We, we can't put a triceratops into a canoe. Then how will they Sorry. get anywhere? <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's very much going to be a triceratops is not going to get in a canoe. <laughs> They're a land vehicle. But but if you put the left legs in one canoe and the right legs in another canoe, it'd be like one of those um, airplane things that go on the water, you know, like the. Uh... And then if I can you tell wrote... you for now, you would need a hell of a lot of natural twenties to get that to work. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Each day. And, and, and then if you paddle enough, you'll have a water skiing triceratops. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Big, <laughs> and now Percy incredible. knows how to make it rear up. You know, it's awesome. Does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What am, I, what am I agreeing to here? Christ. Anyway, um, what am I agreeing to here? So, hang on. so, yeah, so your idea of, you know, potentially stretching it to a little bit further, what Akane is willing to say is that if you would like canoes instead of the payment, she will say that you can get two canoes instead of the 100 gold pieces you will be getting from collecting the debt. And if you can bring Tiban to her alive for a reprimand from her herself, then she would be willing to sell you an additional canoe at 70% of the market price. So that would be... So only 30% off? Yeah. So we've got to drag him to her and all we're getting is like... What's that? A canoe that we don't need for 70% off. Which is like 15 gold pieces <laughs> off. Okay, remember that, you didn't, remember that you didn't roll very high, Siligui. <laughs> <laughs> let, uh, well, let me um, think about that. How about... Oh, I, I, will, I will think about that. We'll work on that bit. Um... <laughs> Because we, I mean, let's yes. just go improve ourselves and go and get this piece of crap. All right, Excuse me? let's get some more. Um... <laughs> My canoes are not crap. <laughs> no, we're talking about not, Taban. Not the canoes. We're talking about Taban. Oh right. Oh yes. Yes, of course. Yes. Um. <laughs> so um. Oh, actually, what I wouldn't mind asking you as well. Again, I'm going to use the term "woman to woman" because I. Uh, well, it's accurate. I am a woman. Yes. Um, and we, you know, we know it could be difficult in a man's world, you know, the fighting to prove that we are just as strong, if not stronger than them and everything else. Yes. The other merchant princes, I mean, um, yeah. do you have any advice? Because we do need to speak to them all um, as we are going on our own, um, you know, mission. And, and do you have any advice on the best way to speak to someone or who we need to be wary of or mm. um, any advice in that way? Uh, if you need to be wary of somebody, I'd... I'd be wary of Jessamine, personally. She's one for... for saying one thing and doing quite a different thing, if you know what I mean. She's very much a schemer, that one. Then again, with all merchant princes, we all have our own little schemes. I personally find it rather tedious, to be honest, scheming against one another, but as I've found, rising to the position I am in, it is what you need to do in this sort of position. We each of us have the same amount of power, and we each secretly, I think, I think I can speak honestly, that we all secretly will be working towards gaining more power, as it comes naturally from merchants. All the others, I would say, Every one of them, I think, is always looking to gain more. 
Personally, I find simple pleasures in watching my sons excel at what they do, engaging with my husband in a bit of painting, and occasionally a bit of hand-to-hand combat. Zippy quite quietly nudges uh, Percy at that. Maybe they have a different name for it here. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) If, in terms of trying to deal with other merchant princes, certainly I would not bother Ifan unless you have something incredibly valuable to offer him for his time. Ifan is... Not one to mix with others. Keeps to himself and generally prefers to be left alone. I would be rather surprised if you're approaching, I assume, all the merchant princes for help with the order. Then Ifan is going to be the hardest to uh, get something from. It's rather like, well, have you ever tried to get water from a stone? Um. Yes. It would be rather easier to do that than get help from a fan. That um, should be okay then. I've managed. <laughs> oh, of course you have, Percival. Um, what kind uh, of um, when you say about um, I could tell unless you, you have stories. stuff of, of value, what does he call value though? Does he call something that has monetary influence. value, like a high monetary value, or oh, influence, influence or? my dear? He wants. I think secretly he wants to be ruling this city, yet doesn't have the means to actually take out the rest of us. He has high ambitions, but weak arms, that one. But surely his arms can't be that weak if he uh, (laughs) deals in animals. I mean, does he train any of the animals, or does he just um, sit back and and sell them? I don't think he's got anything to do with them, has he? Of course not. Uh, No, Ifan is the one responsible for the selling of animals, um, importantly in Zaro. But no, uh, Ikene does say, no, he does not train with animals. He has handlers and uh, merchants to deal with all of that for him. Mm. The only thing he trains are his uh, flying snakes. Hmm. It sounds very odd, with flying snakes. I mean, are they very particularly popular? <laughs> Hardly. It doesn't sound like much of a thing you want, really, as a, oh, my little boy wants a pet, or oh, I get him a flying snake. Oh, no. Ifan <laughs> keeps them for his own personal uses he only ever gives them to people he really trusts he doesn't sell them at the grand souk or to the general population they are purely his own messengers they are very intelligent though very intelligent and i've often wondered exactly what he puts them to use for does he not get in trouble if there's a big bird like birds of prey do they not attack it thinking it's like a worm or something You'll probably fly away. Possibly. It's one of those troubles you have with any creature that you use to send a message is that they might be uh, incapacitated on the route. Yeah. I suppose it's better than a pigeon. <laughs> I suppose. So, just very quickly, uh, <laughs> this uh, Taban guy, um, just how good a gladiator is he? Just asking for a... F- <laughs> <laughs> the man is not the best of the best, but he is certainly a capable fighter. I think for the four of you, it will be something of a challenge, but I believe it is it is possible that you will that you will overcome him. Do you know what level he is? Do you know how many hit points he has? Uh, What's his AC? I think I'm pretty... I'm not entirely certain what you mean by that. And I think even if I did, I wouldn't tell Tell you. you. (laughs) So the other thing I wanted to ask you as well, um, is Mm. um, does your son teach people how to ride the dinosaurs? Or is there anybody here who teaches uh, my son has not quite reached the level of arrogance yet to teach, but he has had some tutors. They are available, I believe, though, of course, they are all under the employer of a fan. Ah. So if you would like to uh, arrange some training, I'm sure you can do. Um, and she sort of, she actually looks out of the window as if she's, like, looking for them. Just, mm, uh, she indicates a building across the pastures from you and says, 
there is a uh, a small guild isn't quite the right term for it, but there is a small collection of uh, trainers that can be uh, approached in that direction if you wish. Avaganda. Yes. How many are there? Are there are there two that would make them a pair of trainers? <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> they're rogues, they're sneakers. Oh, that's awful. It's getting to it's getting to that time of the evening, isn't it? It's just like uh <laughs> Anyway, Rana, did you have any questions? Where's dinner? At this stage, like there's been a lot of talking. Um That's that's how these sessions tend to go. Rana is <laughs> Runner is hungry to the point of, like, he's he's actually staring contemplatively at, like, whichever the nearest dinosaur, like, <laughs> smaller than an elephant. He's he's genuinely thinking, like, can I take that and can I eat it? <laughs> and um, how much can I put in my mouth before they drag me off? Yeah, I think. How Rana, much trouble will there be? Rana's, <laughs> I think Ron is pretty relaxed about things. He's mm. the opinion that if if the gladiator in question owes a debt and hasn't paid debts are important because you know you have to do what you say you have to do in the jungle that's all you've got right? yeah. you're only as good as you were yeah, of course um, so sense. I think Rana Rana would feel very strongly um, that if someone has, has agreed to pay a price and they haven't uh, and that's bad and they should be dealt with accordingly of course um, so Rana doesn't have much truck with sort of torture and things of that nature mm. um, on the other hand Rana is absolutely uh, you know, famished Famished, but sort of um, you know, rule, rule of a jungle. So if someone someone's broken the rules, um, Rana has absolutely no ethical problem uh, with there being punishment. And because Rana is super hungry, he's getting a bit grumpy, and he's pretty much of the opinion that um, he's less of a leg breaker, more of a leg nibbler. Yeah, yeah, but he's 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 quite happy to go after the gladiator. Just you know, right, he just he sort of shrugs and he says, uh, perhaps. I can always... He sort of smiles slightly and he says, web him, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, sort of looks sideways to see if anyone got the spider reference. Uh, <laughs> no, we never, ever got that. <laughs> Not at all. Rana looked pretty pleased. Like, like He said something that's, that's genuinely like inspired level intelligence and he thinks he's brilliant. Um, because of course he does. He... Did I do because a cover? Did I? <laughs> he he used a word that indicated something uh, that wasn't directly obvious, at least to him. Mm. Um, so that's genius. Um, and with regard to sort of the haggling about canoes and things, Rana doesn't really care mm. because you know he's, he sort of says, "Ah, oh, you know, canoes are good." With me to lead you, we will not get lost. It is all, it is all good. Uh, and, and completely ignores any of the sounds of derision. Uh, that are being aimed his way, is. yeah. Yeah, um, that, that's... That, he that's, has learnt well. That's, that's, that's water off, off a velociraptor's back. He doesn't... <laughs> Doesn't, doesn't even bother, um, but you know he hasn't got anything to say. He, he agrees, or he's of the opinion that yeah, we should we should go after the gladiator um, because and we get paid however we get paid. We get paid however we get paid. Um, canoe's good, yeah. gold's good. Um, as long as like there's food involved along the way, preferably soon, pretty soon. Yeah. That's absolutely fine. Gotcha. I was, I was going to say Zibby is also um, a little bit conflicted, bearing in mind his background. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. In terms of like conflicted in like uh, nervous about doing this type of job, well, because he he wonders if he um, uh, if it might make him feel funny, uh, might make him want to go back to his um, his old ways. We shall keep that in mind then, and uh, work out mm. how you feel about it when you're in the moment, so to speak. Mm. Uh, Kenne thanks you for coming to meet her and for discussing these with her and she wishes you well against Taban and as she says yep if you can bring Taban before her then yes you can discuss this offer of selling you a canoe for slightly less she believes it with we shall see how you fare you head on out past the guard the rain is still it's keeping up this like loud tattoo uh, there's no sign of Honker or Tirik but you are now heading out you can either head back into the city to go in pursuit of Taban 
or you do know that somewhere about there is a palanquin with Ifan in it, and I believe you possibly wanted to go and see him as well while you were down here. Now, Ifan wants social standing, doesn't he? He wants influence. Mm-hmm. I mean, Percival could potentially, like, kind of utter him up being, oh, do you know I am? I'm a famous writer. You can be my friend. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, um... Oh, it's a very good impression. <laughs> does the alchemist does the alchemist jug produce butter for the purpose of action? <laughs> mayonnaise. No, but mayonnaise it does produce oil. oil. Yeah. It does, it does produce mayo. oil, yeah. Or, or yeah. mayonnaise, oil, oil yes. Is, oil yeah. is a for, well, yeah, it's all right. Mix the two together, you might exactly. end well. <laughs> so, so, so Percy approaches the man and then... Rubs him in mayonnaise. oil liberally. <laughs> yeah. oil, oil liberally onto his arms. <laughs> Slaps his hands. Look at my rippling hands. And I put some perfume on him because he smells. And then, yeah. What possibly go wrong? A man covered in mayonnaise with perfume. Let's get mayoed up. (laughs) (laughs) Title of my new book. Sex tape, in other words. (laughs) We should find dinner. And then perhaps this man we must seek. But after food, this is important. I mean, it is the middle of the day, but yes, time-wise, you're in the you're about sort of midday-ish kind of time. Lunch, lunch is. Go good. find a, a rat on a stick then for you. Would that be good? Anything, literally anything. <laughs> a mouse on a stick. Rat is bigger. Lizard. From from Rana's perspective, Rana Rana wants lunch uh, first and foremost, and then Rana because at this current point Rana is hungry and Rana gets angry when he's hungry. Um. Rana would, would want to eat and if you know we were happen to find the gentleman that needs to be found uh, who hasn't paid his debt Rana has strong opinions on this and feels that the man should be made to pay um, uh, through whatever means Rana feels is reasonable and probably yeah. more violent if, if we find him before Rana's eaten um, and probably less violent afterwards so that's Rana's point do you want Rana to go psycho on him or are you happy for Rana to just be like do you know what (laughs) I think that depends on whether he's eaten it depends on his hanger levels Um, (laughs) like he's hungry now he's not like starving but he's 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 hungry and he wants to eat yeah Rana have some of this mayonnaise it'll tide you over yeah just gulp it just gulp it directly from the (laughs) you certainly can find somewhere that is selling food in Turek Anchorage it's not quite up to the standards of say inside the actual city itself but you are able to find a vendor that seems to be selling some sort of kebab kind of meal meat in a bun Siliqui for yourself you probably can find somebody that's uh, selling some sort of probably maybe I was going to say rice base but I actually don't know if they do have any rice out here probably not actually probably more like just some sort of vegetable stew kind of thing that you're able to get um, for some lunch but having managed to secure some food, uh, what would you guys like to do? Well, I think, um, or Siliqui thinks, rather, sorry, um, that we should probably go up to where the harbour master thing is and have a look at the jobs board as well, because we do need money. Yes, we could. I mean, we've got this... Uh, I, I think that's definitely a way to do it, yes, but, but uh, we, we do have a job already. In fact, we've got a, we've, in fact, we've got a couple. Mm. Yeah, you've got quite a few odd, like, odd tasks. It's and more just if there's anything smaller that we can get some money quicker Well, maybe if, if we swing by, we can have a look. Hmm. Just quickly putting together some, like, fetch quests or something. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, go! Panic! <laughs> <laughs> Quick, roll that dice. <laughs> Random generation tables. <laughs> We could look there on the way if we wanted to go anywhere else or anything, not just on the way past. Imagine it's like the job centre, old school, you know, with jobs on the wall. Do we know where the uh, infirmary was? I think we were told, weren't we? Isn't it the market? You were told it was in the market ward, which is down here. Um, It's basically sort of this area. It's the same area where Zibby found the bookshop. All right, yeah. yeah. You weren't necessarily told, like, specifically where it was, but it's, you know, it's an infirmary. You could probably ask somebody. Um, I remember... Mr. DM, you telling yes. us that the there was a library at Bukangas, that he's a certain type of library, but then yes. you also said there was another type of library. Was that where Grandfather's Temple is, or is like if we wanted to look things up, is there, or is it somewhere else? Library of the Brain. Um, I think, again, I don't think there's necessarily like an actual 
public library as such. Closest thing you're going to have to that, I think, is the Temple of Sevras. I th think. I can't remember what I said now. Well, it might be <laughs> worth us having a look in there. See if we can find out any more knowledge at all on our vision and stuff. Ah, to go research what you saw. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, are you guys all going together? Are you splitting up the party to do different it, things? It, What's what are you thinking? I mean, the the research part that doesn't necessarily have to happen right now. I think it's just more. I I thought about that during the week. I'm like, oh, ah, I actually, see. we should probably. Do that. I suppose <laughs> just more just something that yeah yeah. You're just adding that to to do list. Hmm. Rana's main want at this point would be to get on with the quest and find the gentleman in question. Taran is his name. Taran. Taban. Taban. Taban, that was it. Like Toby. It's very similar. <laughs> Be very similar. <laughs> so Tony. Who's Tony? <laughs> don't, don't, don't go there. It's the bane of my life. Uh, <laughs> Hang on. This uh, this Taban, has it got anything to do with the uh, Power Rangers? Mm, the Power no. Rangers? I don't get that reference, <laughs> personally. The names of the Power Rangers are terrible. <laughs> Hang on. Wait a minute. All of the people into Power Rangers are loving that right now. It's so funny. Probably. <laughs> but I'm not a fan, so... <laughs> I, I, I haven't know. seen Power Rangers for over 25 years. Like, <laughs> it's it, it literally that, that long. Anyway, um, so just, just, just pulling us back to <laughs> back on, on track here. So you guys going to head to the infirmary to try and find Kalahu? I, I think that makes sense. Kalahu? I thought it was Kalua. Is it Kalahu? Kalahu. Kalahu. Yeah, I did originally, when I first told you about this person, they, uh, <laughs> that I did say uh, Kalua. Kalua, but it is actually <laughs> supposed to be pronounced Kalahu, I found out. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah. D DM's retcon there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have the power. You can. <laughs> I could, reality can be whatever I want. I'm the DM. Exactly. Right. He changed his name. Now, <laughs> bam. See, it's done. So where are we at the moment? <laughs> so you guys are down here. You were sort of over here at the paddocks, watching Big Honker and Tirek do their performance. You chatted with their Kenne. You left. Um, you found... I haven't got a specific place, but somewhere in here you found a, uh, a kebab shop to get something to eat. And where is the infirmary? The infirmary is in the market ward, which is this area down here. It's basically this whole okay. southern... Not southern. So... Um, Eastern, Eastern section of the city. We should go there. Bottom of the map. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically it's it extends from this bit here, and it's just all of this down here inside of the walls. Whoops! Okay. I accidentally clicked outside of the walls. But yeah, all of this <laughs> is the market. <laughs> all ward. of this inside, but not there. Yeah. You guys head on back through the gate into the city of Portney and Zara. It takes you a little while to sort of wander around. There's no obvious signposts for the infirmary. But you are able to just as before catch a passerby who is able to point you in the direction of the infirmary. The infirmary is a fairly sort of middling of the buildings you've seen. It's not the biggest building, but it's not tiny either. And it's actually situated round here. It is this grey building just here um, beside the dye works that you've visited before. Mm -hmm. Inside, um, the infirmary is laid out just as you would sort of expect for a kind of medieval style infirmary. You know, you've got uh, you've got various wards with beds, healing mostly minor injuries. This isn't like a sort of major surgery area. It's like a leech station over in the corner, things like that. Yeah, yeah, things like Blood that. Yeah, got, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a little pharmacy with like health potions. Yeah. Someone sat there rubbing rubbing a sliced potato on someone's heel, saying this will <laughs> this will cure your headache. And your somebody else, leg. you know, in in another corner, somebody's you know like you know carefully placing large African land snails on a man's eyelids to cure cataracts. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, in this instance, it's, uh, it's a very interesting form of snail that appears to be a flail snail, which has this sort of really <laughs> iridescent shine to its shell and these weird sort of little, almost like club-like protuberances that come out of the front. <laughs> this is a real creature, by the way. I haven't just made this up. This is actually, this is something that, uh, that yeah, exists in the Tomb of Annihilation. Yeah, it's, yeah. Right, so, um, yeah, they're weird. <laughs> They're very mm. peculiar. I also anyway. think the phrase the phrase club like protuberance uh, protuberance should be uttered <laughs> more often in general conversation. Oh yeah. <laughs> well yeah, we're now we're now get we're now back to uh, halflings on cocks, aren't we? We are indeed. <laughs> That's a conversation for I don't know, 
behind the scenes or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, you introduce yourself to the infirmary staff, and after having to wait a little while while they locate the person you're talking about, they bring you on through, and you get to meet Kalahu. Kalahu is a female Cholton with a completely bald head, dressed up in clearly quite light shawls, and is lying in bed with a rather thick-looking bandage around her upper thigh. She looks to you and nods and just says, Greetings. I would stand, but uh, unfortunately I, I can't just now. I've been told you have some business to discuss with me. And there's a sort of, as she tries to sort of like sit up a little straighter and uh, accidentally moves her leg. How old would we estimate she is? Um, I would say she's about sort of mid-30s, late-30s kind of age. Okay. She was she was a bounty hunter, wasn't she? She or she went to she went to claim the debt, and it um, came off worse. Yes, she was a she was a debt collector. Well, that's that's what Ken A asked you, told you. Yeah, she was. I'm yeah. assuming she's the one that we were looking around for at the very start of all of this, and we didn't see her. Indeed, yeah. when I called her a he, and then I reread the book and realised that she is in fact a she, and not called yes. Kalua. Yeah, and not <laughs> called Kalua. Yes. <laughs> I've really mangled this character. <laughs> hey, she's, you know... Gender fluid, it's she's fine. She's bald, there was confusion, you didn't see her face. Anyway, she looks expectantly at you, but with a ever so slight trace of just like, what are you doing here? Hello, um, Kalahu. Is that how you pronounce your name? It is Kalahu, yes. Hello, I'm, I'm Siliqui. Um... We, we understand. We've um, we've been chatting to um, one of the merchant princes who I Akene. believe you... Yes, Kene. Nice for some. And uh, they told us about um, your plight and about Toban or Taban or whatever you call him. Um, <sighs> putting you in, in here and, and the unfortunateness. I'm terribly sorry it happened. It's terrible. What actually happened? I'll tell you what happened. We got the nine hells banged out of us is what happened. And I got a nice big cut on my leg just for... Oh, but that's neither here nor there. And cell swords I bought weren't a match for Taban. He's a decent fighter. Well, more than a decent fighter, as I found out. And, uh, well... Somebody had to come out the worse, and unfortunately this time it was... Me. And she seems quite bitter as she says that. Ah, well, um, may I introduce myself? My name is Percival Silverlight, and uh, we are the Heroes of the Throat, as you may have heard of us. Um, Heroes of the... what now? The Throat. We, uh, the, the Fisherman's Friends. Fisherman's? Percival, we haven't <laughs> been going that long with that. She might not have heard of us, because... She, how, how long have you been in here? Past, uh, almost a week now, I think. I, I think she might have been in here before we had that fight, Percival. Nonsense, our fame goes everywhere. <coughs> Excuse me, my voice gets slightly deep once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're not judgy here. <laughs> it's fine. I, I started this adventure as a man, apparently, so you know. <laughs> well, we all change at times. Rana glances at the bandage around her thigh and his eyes wander slightly. His eyes widen a bit. I mean, he nods very seriously and says, yes, the cut must have been a fearsome thing indeed. Aye. <laughs> Eyes up here. Eyes up here, thank you very much. <laughs> I might be in bed. I can still stick you from here. Not anymore, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind him. He's, he's just discovered women, I think. Oh, well, if he said it before I did. It's fine. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I'm going to. <laughs> anyway, you said you had uh, a business or, or or something you wanted to discuss with me, besides that wretch Taban. Well, we are actually looking to uh, take down Taban ourselves. <laughs> really? Now, I was wondering if you you might have some some suggestions in how best to tackle this brute. Well, I can certainly help, I suppose. If you. You're serious? You're trying to take him down? Yes, we are. Hey, we don't hold with people who beat up women. Well, um, regardless of the sex of the person, I, I don't think that necessarily plays a part in it. Personally, I think as women can hold our own just as well as you men. She has a good look around at all of you for a moment. 
you can see there's a slight shake to her head as she looks back to Percival. I can tell you for a start, you'll probably be wise to get yourself some extra help. I took on Taban with four people and, well, you've seen the result here. You look like you're maybe better prepared than some of the swords I got, but extra muscle couldn't hurt, she says as she sort of spreads her hands. Well, we, we have something that they probably didn't have. Did they have a whip? <laughs> I think not. Honestly, Percival, I think the whip's the, uh, yes, yes, actually yes, completely. I'm going to let you believe I, I totally agree with you there, Percival, that, yep, the whip is the thing that's going to make all the difference. Thank you, it's nice to be supported. Siliqui looks at Kalua and widens her eyes and just slightly sort of shakes her head. <laughs> <laughs> just have to pull up uh, Kalua, who's... We've been calling her Kalua again, I've just realised. I know, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. I love that every, everyone's just like super, super alky. Just everyone just really wants Kalua. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> all, is, I keep we're looking, all I've got it here. written down saying... Kalahu, but for some reason I'm looking at it and every time I get to say it, okay, Kalua. I think I think, I, all, I think we can all agree we can all agree that Kalua is one of the most if of all the drinks that inspires regret in those who drink, I think I think Kalua is well up there. <laughs> <laughs> Kalua bombs. Most hardcore. <laughs> no no, I just I just I just think people drink it and then imme- I just think people immediately regret that they wasted money regret. on it. That's Yeah, it's not it's good in a white Russian, remorse. but other than that, yeah. <laughs> in terms of other information I can give you, Taban is a dangerous fighter, as I say. You can see he's been a gladiator for a while for a reason. He's not the best. Did he have a whip? He does not have a whip, no. She says a little bit condescendingly. There you go, then. Um, and he has, I must say, fought people with whips. She sort of looks towards you, uh, Siliqui, with sort of like a knowing look, just kind of like, mm-hmm. He personally fights with a liqua and a shield. So you have to be careful. He's just as vicious with that shield as with the spear. I see. Does he have any um, vices that you know of? Hmm, vices. Well, I mean, a tendency to make bets, obviously. Sometimes ones that uh, he has no hope of winning, but, well, I mean, there is the peculiarity. He's usually quite upfront most of the time about uh, actually paying up his bets when he loses them. This is a first, I have to say, for Taban, but hardly matters one way or another. He owes money. I am employed to relieve people of their lost bets when they don't pay them. I would also say drink. Drink is perhaps a vice of his, and he is quite often known to frequent the watering hole in Tirik Anchorage. Perhaps you've heard of it, the Enchanted Dinosaur? No, but we have now. <laughs> we're, um, we're quite new to the area. I'm sure we'll find it. Of course, of course. Well, I would search perhaps first at the Enchanted Dinosaur. Certainly, if you can't find Taban there at the moment, or when you get there, you will certainly find people who know of him. Perhaps that would be a better start, because I have to say, looking at you, I am not sure I would bet against Taban in a fight against you guys. Not in a fair fight, anyway. I think we um, we might not go in for it straight away. I mean, we might possibly see if we can get any help in regards to um, more men or something. Of course. You say you have a relationship with one of the merchant princes. Well, Akene told us about you. We've met a few of them now. Indeed. You will want to approach Jobel for sell swords. He is the one who has the monopoly on selling hired muscle. We have met yes. Jobel. He tried to flog us a load of guides. Um, we haven't decided on any yet, but um, we have Mitchell. But he, um, he seems nice enough. As far as help, that is the help that I have to offer you, is to either attack him with your brain, i.e. find some way to get the advantage on him. Headbutt. Or attack him with extra muscle. Hmm. You would certainly provide a good challenge, the four of you, I think, but that is my advice to you. Is there anything we can do to help you at all, Kalahu? Uh, 
Not, not right now. I'm in good care, and, well, if you can indeed take down Taban, that would, uh, well, not exactly restore it, but it would at least, would at least nurse my injured pride. But nothing they can give me here will, uh, completely heal that. Yes. Well, thank you very much, uh... I'm, I'm sure there's uh, anything else that we've we've got to ask. I can't remember. Rana says, um, Rana motions towards the wound and says, has your wound healed? Not completely. The nurses here have told me simply to rest on it, allow it to heal naturally. Rana hmm. glances around, sort of shrugs and says, um, I do not know how natural it is. But if you wish, I can speed things along. Her eyebrows raise at that. Um, and and she sort of, after a few moments of looking at you, she says, How do you mean? Rana shrugs once again and he says, I am a druid. I have some small magics. Mm. Healing is Healing is a talent I have. Perhaps I can get you on your feet more quickly. Ah, oh, it is certainly unorthodox, but if you are certain of your talents. Though, hmm, and she now sort of like a crease goes across her forehead. Hmm. What's wrong? Well, it's not often that someone readily hands out healing to a complete stranger. It makes me wonder whether you have some other agenda. No, we um I mean you you've uh, we've given us some advice. Um we um to be honest with you, we, we did hear about you for a little while and we we all feel a little bit guilty that we, we got your name wrong and we thought you was a man. Rana sort of says perhaps if you were on your feet you might like to have a, another shot, so to speak, with the person who did this injury. As you said Perhaps we could use some assistance. Rana sort of glances around the group, wait and see if anyone's gonna naysay him. Well, yes, it'd be my pleasure to um, have you alongside us. Rana glances back at her. You have a decent point there, I think. All right. If it'll help me uh, to have another crack at Taban, why not? Rana um, reaches into one of his sort of various sort of uh, pouches. Um, and he gets out a small sprig of something green that you can't quite identify, and he, he sort of he sort of he crumbles Just it between his fingers. Just one moment, Rana. Just one moment. Before you actually do that, um, I was just wondering, uh, Kalahu, in terms of your reward for getting to Ban and taking him or taking the money back to Akene, what was your reward in this? A reward. My reward is the usual standard fee, 20%. Then perhaps if we do help, then maybe you could see a way to uh, employing us, as it were, to giving us a little bit of that money. Hmm. Well, certainly if you were to help me bring to Ban, I believe you said before you'd heard of me, if you seen the... You saw perhaps the reward that I had posted? We saw the advert, yes. In that instance, I had offered 10% to whoever could aid me. Yes. It's more than enough. It's half the profit I personally would have received on my own. Then we have an accord. Do we remember what... We don't know how much he owes, do we? I don't... don't Uh, uh, He said 500. 500 500 gold pieces. But we... um, I'm trying to remember what... um, We we were offered 20%, which is 100 gold pieces. Okay, so... Hold on, but if if I if I'm understanding this correctly, if if the lady helps us to bring in Taban, mm-hmm. then we will earn we would earn less money because we will earn a smaller percentage. But we can just choose to take the canoes, which is worth more than the lesser percentage. So we can get the task but, done and get the canoes and not be dead. No, but if we can't take if we take the canoes and, and we're with her, then. I imagine um, Akene would be like, well, no, then, because then they're, they're I'm not going to pay Kalahu because it's, uh, you know, you're working together and I'm only going to pay once. Is this a conversation you're having in front no. of Kalahu? 
it can't. No, be. sorry. This is this is this is this is this is this is pure meta game that you guys yeah, are now. This is yeah. this is this is this is stretching inappropriately. So we should stop. <laughs> yeah. Rana, Rana, Rana continues to slowly sort of crumble, crumble the the greenery between his fingers, and he says, um, "You cannot spend money if you are dead." Um, I mean, he, he he mutters anyway, and he says, "It is my magic to spend as I wish." This woman is wounded. We were more trying to make favour with um, a Kenny. I mean, we need money to buy extra things, but we were trying to get a Kenny on side because we do need help with people of Camp Righteous. That was the initial reason why you were going on this yes. quest, yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and basically, we're just trying to get a Kenny on our side. Is this about the money right now? I mean, obviously, we might never ask. It's handed to us by Taban, and we might all be fucked and dead, but... We might be able to get a Kenny on site. We can try. Rana, Rana says, if a Kenny is happy, our chances are better. This woman is wounded, and if she is better, then the world is a better place somewhat, yes? Rana sort of um, brushes any further complaints aside. He, he, he crumbles the greenery between his fingers. He then gets out a small feather mm-hmm. uh, from one thing, and he puts it in his hand. He mutters something, I and mean, then he uh, inexplicably, um, the two components that he holds in his hand... Um, there's a slight sort of uh, a faint sort of smell of sort of um, greenery and fresh cut grass and things and they, hmm. they sort of disappear in a sort of a, a wisp of smoke between his fingers and he reaches nice. out and he touches just uh, the tip of one finger and he, he touches uh, where the bandage is that um, smells really quite pleasant Rana he's very good at parties you know and I cast cure wounds okie dokie roll me uh, I'll uh, cast, roll me the, I'll roll cast the cure wounds as a, level, as a second level spell as well roll me the roll me the health that you would regain from that uh, bear with me yeah wow um that is 13 Nice. Presumably, you don't have to go through all of that if you do if you're trying to do cure wounds in the middle of a battle. <laughs> Presumably not. Um, I mean, I think no, that was drama. That, that, is... sounded, that sounded more for show, really, on Toby's Dra- part. Yes, mostly. <laughs> I cast cure wounds. <laughs> I roll five. Okay. <laughs> Next bit. Yeah. She 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 queried whether or not I had done it before. So I'm assuming that, that theatre counts as something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, also, <laughs> if we're going to be technical, if we're going to be technical about it, I mean, technically. Lots of spells require either focuses or components as well. It depends how yeah. in depth you want to go into it. Um, so I'm, I'm slightly just I'm ad libbing uh, the components say, yeah. required slightly, but yeah, yeah. You're painting a picture. It's all fine. Magic and yeah. fights is just uh, hand wave. You feel the magic of the jungle course through you, Rana, and you feel it pass through beneath the bandages. There's definitely there's a reaction. She just sort of you hear her just go. <sighs> you see her tense, and then she relaxes again as whatever magic sort of like pulses through her she touches touches her thigh touches where where the presumably the scar was and uh, you see you see a smile just sort of split across her face she turns and is able to actually put her feet down and in fact she is able to put some weight on it Siliqui grabs her elbow to kind of help study her just in case she's going to careful go slowly it does take a couple of minutes to get used to the bandages around her leg. And in fact, there is a nurse comes over um, and asks, like, wait, what are, you, what are you doing? This patient shouldn't be standing up. And after what I can only assume is a hasty and awkward explanation from you, Rana? Uh, yes, Rana says, I have used some magics on her to improve her condition. All is well. The indignation turns to surprise um, and then... It's sort of it's a mix between sort of like relief in the sense that you know obviously patient has been cured that's all good to the better but also to the fact that it has been sort of sped up um you get the sense that uh, the sort of teaching here is to let things heal naturally just to avoid any potential issues that can occur when using magic however after settling kalahu back down in the bed again the nurse says that uh, she and her fellows We'll inspect the wound area quickly just to make sure that everything is, you know, tip-top. And Kalahu uh, thanks you, Rana. And she says, very kind. And once they've uh, checked me over and I'm dismissed, I shall uh, I shall come and find you. Where would I be able to get in contact with you people? We're usually in the giggling squid. Aye, the giggling squid. Ah, the giggling squid. Wonderful. Will you be there this evening? Um, I, uh, I, I assume so. 
I've not got much else planned at the minute, so, um, I probably. I shall make sure to drop into the Giggling Squid, if not tonight, then tomorrow night, if I can manage it. Come and have a brew with us. I think I might just take you up on that offer. They do a really nice breakfast, actually. I, I know Zibby's a fan of their breakfasts. <laughs> so, please come out with us on the evening, and they do a really nice breakfast. This sound really sounds like a come on. That it does, does sound like a come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an early riser. I was simply being clean of mind uh-huh. <laughs> and thinking of the uh-huh. yes. Rana, Rana doesn't say anything, but perks up very slightly. Uh, just <laughs> mention of breakfast. It's very slightly. It's just, just it's a very, it's a very slight. He's, he's, it's a tiny widening of the eyes, and he sort of, he sort of, he, he shuffles slightly on the spot, and he sort of like almost like he's nodding slightly to himself. Like this hadn't really occurred to him, but suddenly mm. this, this is, this has wandered into his like, you know, like to, to reach of his perception. He's like, ah, oh, this might be a thing. He's, he's suddenly realizing that there's more to life than, you know. Trees, <laughs> hunger. Well, he's realised there's hunger for things other than food. Yes, I think the thing apparently. Is. He, he discovered he discovered drink uh, as soon as he reached the city, and he's now discovered that there's also Brilliant. a third thing that you can be hungry for. Mm. Um, <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Song, oh dear! Apparently, yeah. song. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Song, wine, women, and song. That's the Absolute, third thing. Absolutely, song. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> no, um, nothing untoward. <laughs> Kalahu tells you um, that she will meet you tonight at the Giggling Squid or tomorrow night, depending on if she misses you or if uh, the wound takes a little longer to heal. But bids you good day as the infirmary staff need some privacy just to double check her thigh. So you are ushered out of the infirmary unless, I don't know, there's nobody in particular I can think of that you may want to visit the infirmary. But I don't know, are you wanting to like no. walk through the halls bestowing other medical Magical cures. <laughs> Wonderment. Yeah. One for you, and one for you, and you. <laughs> this is when you want mass cure wounds. You just walk into hospital and goes, get up, you lazy bastard. <laughs> just immediately put all of the staff just like out of a job. Just kind of like, oh, well, everybody's cured now. Zippy <laughs> <laughs> being chased down the street by a gang of angry nurses waving pitchforks <laughs> and torches. <laughs> and not for the reason you think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they, they don't just want, like, lots of ill people. I'm pretty <laughs> sure, yeah. They, I think they'd much rather not have that. What can I say? <laughs> D&D has healing magic in it, and yet people still get sick, and so presumably there is a need for some sort of infirmary slash yeah. intermediary business, because presumably not everybody can be healed by magic in one go. Well, not in one go, but maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, usually we need just a night's sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Consider yourselves lucky. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I think that's the thing. It's that it's that difference between you know an actual like in theory the hit points are just your like how much more resolve you have. It's like if you actually get a serious injury, that would have to be like I think you'd have to you'd have to like you know treat that slightly differently um, depending on what magic healing you actually have available. You're not exactly going to recover from you know a, a deep gash just by sleeping. I've had one of my legs cut off. Oh, eight hours sleep, it'll be fine. Good night's sleep. <laughs> it'll grow back. I've got two legs. I had one when I came into here. Oh, are you sure you just didn't miscount? <laughs> well, reminds me of Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. They did the sketch about the um, the man. Oh, yeah, the one-legged man auditioning for Tarzan. Tarzan. So, so, so ah. no, you're abs- absolutely perfect for the uh, for the part of Tarzan. Yeah, fantastic. You uh, give you the role immediately. I've got nothing against your right leg. Just <laughs> neither of you. <laughs> Fabulous. As you head out of the infirmary, you have now spoken to uh, Kalu- uh, Kalahu. Even mm-hmm. you've kind of you've got nothing in particular planned. Um, so it's just sort of like, what, what exactly is it that you guys want to be doing with your time? Right. Zibi turns to uh, Rana and Percy and says. You know these pilots we're supposed to be looking for? Yes. Ron nods. I might have an idea where to start looking. The ocean. That is a very good idea, Percy, but the ocean is a bit big, it's a bit wet, and we don't have a boat. I might have an idea of who to go and talk to. There's no booze in the ocean, really, not unless the people have lost it. You know that um, pirates are going to be near booze. Are they? Rana looks happy at this. They're also very good at, right, at drawing maps. So if we kidnap one, 
We can get him to draw the maps of where we go. I can draw. I you're beautiful at drawing. Thank you. The pirates <laughs> the pirates put nice big X's on the maps and they're brilliant. I've seen them. <laughs> See that's, that's a very nice X. Maybe, maybe somebody else can draw like to do the proper cartography and then I can jazz it up afterwards, make it prettier or make it more exciting. Here be dragons, that sort of thing. Except we know there's one with a... Actually, if we go and nick his map, he's already got a dragon on his. That'd be fine. <laughs> so, Rana says, does this mean... Does this mean we are going to a pub? Oh, I have just thought of something. Can I get a perception roll from everybody, please? Oh, goodness. Well, that's not good. Yeah... Sorry, just to, sorry to break up the the discussion. I know oh, I threw twice, by accident. Um, I'll go for the top one there. But that's eighteen and five. That would be twenty-three. Uh, seventeen in total for me. Sixteen. Uh, what the? Uh, seventeen, me. Okay, so we've least. all seen each thing. Last time we did a perception check, we got Triceratops run at us. <laughs> so, so sorry, that was seven, seventeen from Rana, twenty-three from Siliqui. Was that right? Yeah. Uh, sixteen from Percy. Yes. And, sorry, Zibby, yours Se- was? 17 from me. 17, okay. No one sees anything. <laughs> Seligui. Just, <laughs> just testing. Yeah. As you guys sort of step out of the infirmary, you are fairly confident you spot somebody disappearing down an alleyway that seems to have been watching and seems to be trying to get out of sight. Um, Seligui says... I just saw someone and like she says it in a kind of slight blur to the others because she's already on foot going after them and she's got quite a speedy walk. Was it a fan? I don't think it was, Percival. We've been watched. Sounds like a fan. 